0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VTW Group. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: It's time for Cincy 360 Quick Hits on ESPN 1530.
1: There it is, Cincy 360, a service of Cincy Shirts. Mo Egger is in the building today because you're getting ready for your show yes! that's coming up. What? Yes. What do you? First of all, how was your Christmas party?
0: Uh, it was awesome. We had a really good time at the uh, Moorline Logger House. A lot of folks showed up. We gave away some awesome prizes. We did a, a very okay show for yeah. them, but it was uh, was a lot of fun. This is you and I's last
1: quick hit together until Christmas. After Christmas, I
0: think this is the last time you and I will be on the microphone together. Until the second of January, yes. At the Holy Grail, yeah. You and me How about that before Bengals Bills, and then we'll be at the uh, Twin
1: Peaks in Westchester. That's right for the post game. So we got a day, yeah. we got a lot going on. Uh, what are you uh, What do you got coming up on the show today? Signing day Ooh. for the
0: Ooh. University of Cincinnati. Yeah, going to chat with uh, Mick Walker. Okay. He covers recruiting specifically for a couple of different websites, uh, focusing on a couple of different schools. But uh, very heavy focus on UC football for Mick for Bearcat Journal. And so uh, I want to know not just about the class that Scott Satterfield has put together, but the process. What the last couple of weeks have been like covering recruiting from the standpoint of somebody who's uh, in charge of covering a school that's just gone through a coaching staff. We'll obviously chat with uh, our buddy Rick Broering about the Musketeers last night and uh, NKU this evening. We'll head to Foxborough. We'll head to New England. And uh, chat with a very good Patriots podcaster by the name of uh, Chris Price. Kyle Kasky is going to be on our show. Richard Skinner is going to be on our show. We Man. are done early yeah. because of UK basketball of And you're going
1: to talk to Austin throughout the day.
0: Oh, that's right. Austin's going to be checking in Thanks. from Buffalo Mo? Wild Wings. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'll be there.
1: Now, I'm not on the radio tomorrow, but I'll be at the B-Dubs and Mason. You better, mm. you better believe from 4 to 6.
0: Maybe I'll come join you.
1: Who am I checking in with tomorrow, you know?
0: Uh Chad Brendel's okay. doing the show. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, I have to uh I have to stop up here tomorrow, even though I'm off. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make the jaunt up to I'm on up to Mason. B dubs and Mason for yeah, a little
1: bit. Look forward to that. That'd be fun. Um what'd you make of Xavier last night? Good to win close games like that or I mean we we talked about this game yesterday. It wasn't like Seton Hall was second setting the record offensively. I, I do think Xavier's defense. I, and I know it, it's hard to adjust, but it's going to become a problem at some point. If it already, I mean, it already is a problem. Yeah, but it's going to cost them some games. It feels like down the stretch.
0: I don't disagree. They they got the stop when they needed to last night, which was kind of a weird game mm-hmm. because. I never thought Xavier was going to lose, but every time it felt like they were maybe a stop and a score from pulling away, Seton Hall would get a bucket, and yeah. I think that speaks to Xavier's defensive deficiencies. Zach Fremantle had an unbelievably good game. Mm-hmm. And I, as as rough as they've been on the defensive end of times this year, I don't feel like he is being exposed the way teams just picked on him last season. Now he's never going to be a terrific defender. Um they just don't have the Musketeers a lot of depth, and and I remember having Sean Miller on the show uh, from Big East Media Day, and he discussed that, and he's he talked about it even after the Crosstown Shootout. They they there's just not a ton of depth, but they broke the Seton Hall curse. They have one more game before the UConn tilt, which has a chance to be pretty massive. The Huskies. Yeah. Um, didn't blow out Georgetown the way a lot of us thought last night, but there's a decent chance the Huskies play Xavier on New Year's Eve here mm-hmm. as the number one team in the country, and I feel like if Xavier can avoid uh, slipping up against St. John's, that they will also be ranked. Just oddly enough, like Xavier, you mentioned Fremantle, they yeah. have the
1: ability that you could name six or seven players on any given night to have that kind of night mm-hmm. with with what Boom can do. Jack Nunge had four points last night. Colby yeah. Jones is your. Preseason Player of the Year, yeah. Adam Kunkel can get hot. Uh, Jerome Hunter is a talented guy. You got Claude, who's who's a freshman that's going to continue getting better. On any given night, they have someone that can go off, or multiple people that can go off for twenty plus.
0: And I think it in on many nights they have a significant coaching advantage. Yes, and I thought that that bared itself out last night with uh, with Sean Miller, Shaheen Holloway. I, I might might end up being a terrific coach, but I feel last night like Sean got the best of him
1: tonight. Uh, UC's last build up before American Athletic Conference play and really the last game until I believe the twenty ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some time off here. What are you looking in a game against Detroit Mercy? They're five and seven. The number's only thirteen and a half, oddly enough. But yeah. um what are you looking for in the Bearcats to kind of continue this I guess nice little run of of offensive outburst they've had.
0: That's been the thing, right? Con- continue to to make us feel like from an offensive standpoint they're rounding into form well enough to beat the teams they need to beat I'd say five good play. halves in a row, yeah. offensively. Yeah. Xavier,
1: second half, Miami, and LaSalle.
0: Uh, y- y- I don't know if Detroit Mercy is going to put up much resistance. We do get a chance to watch a guy who's probably going to leave college basketball as the second leading scorer in the history of Division I college hoops in, in Antoine Davis, so that'll be kind of interesting tonight. I- I've liked how their their bigs have responded to Wes Miller kind of challenging them mm-hmm. uh, and playing Victor Locken with – Guama together at times I think that's going to be something they have to do uh, yeah. a lot more of this is this is the last game for Daniel Skillings and Josh Reed before a conference play begins and I just I think those two guys are both going to have excellent college basketball careers I think if this team is going to have any chance of us talking about it in late February those two guys have to progress significantly. The,
1: uh, the New York Mets shock a lot of people overnight yeah. in flipping Carlos Correa. Just an, You don't really see that, especially with the money that San Francisco is offering. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Mets have zero problem spending money right now. Yeah, They go get Carlos Correa. When you make a move like that and you've added Verlander and all these other pieces, it's, it's essentially World Series or bust, right?
0: Sure feels like it. I mean, I, I guess what I would wonder is what were the mets willing to overlook that right. doomed the san francisco Correct. giants deal he apparently didn't pass his physical mm-hmm. so what about that were the mets willing to overlook to the tune of 12 years and over 300 million dollars right that owner and i'm 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 not opposed to it that owner has screwed it up for a lot of people who are unwilling to spend above the tax yeah and you know i saw a, a stat today or a number today that the mets are over the luxury tax and they have to pay what's being called a like 130 million dollar penalty. Oh. I hate the fact that it's phrased that way. Owners who spend shouldn't be penalized. Owners who do everything exhaust every resource to try to win. They've committed 800 million in free agency. Yeah. And it's it's and, and they've pissed off every other owner in the process and you know, not every owner has Steve Cohen's deep pockets, but I'm sure there are a lot of fans around baseball, looking at their wealthy owner, and then looking at the guy who owns the Mets and going, why can't you do more of what the New York Mets are trying to do? Now, the obvious answer is big market, but... Mm -hmm. um, For what it's worth. But but again, like the, the Giants makes the deal, and then the Mets instantly sign him. What about that failed physical were they willing to overlook? Yeah,
1: for what it's worth, since 2010, the top three teams in free agent spending the Yankees 1.91 billion. The <laughs> the uh the Philadelphia Phillies 1.83 billion. And this is since when? 2010. Okay. The Mets 1.5 billion.
0: And that has resulted in zero Correct. World Series titles. Any uh,
1: any guess where the Reds would fall on that?
0: 24th. 20, uh,
1: uh they're in the bottom 3. Okay. 252 million <laughs> over uh <laughs> since 2010. Nice. Uh you and I will not uh be in uh, talking about this tomorrow or friday a big game tomorrow night thursday night football yeah uh, you could actually clinch, clinch if you're the cincinnati Bengals. The
0: Clincher, but
1: if not and they've got to go into the game on on saturday what are your biggest keys that you're looking for against the patriots team that let's 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 be honest they don't strike you as an offensively intimidating bunch got the news yesterday that trey hendrickson's trending in the right direction that's a huge step what are you looking for Saturday? Uh,
0: does Joe Burrow stop having balls batted down at the line of scrimmage oh. by quality defensive ends? Yeah. Because the Patriots do have a couple, and the chess match between Matt Patricia and Lou Anarumo. If I'm a Patriots oh fan, I'm going, okay.
2: We're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> against
0: against the likes of Andy Reid and Byron Lefwich and Tom Brady, uh, against actual offensive coaches, Lou Anarumo at times has had his way, and now we have Matt Patricia. Coordinating the offense mm-hmm. with Mac Jones mm-hmm. and no wide receivers, Lou Anarumo and his defensive players should be licking their chops. But the balls being batted down thing, you and I have talked about it a lot. Yeah, it's an issue. Yeah, Joe Burrow, Paul Dander Jr. said this during the game this past Sunday. He only throws picks when the balls are batted down mm-hmm. or when the balls are tipped. If the ball's not tipped, it doesn't end up in the in the arms of of a defending player. So I want to see Joe play a game. Obviously, everything else is clean. I want to see Joe play a game where the ball's not being tipped at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, And this is the tired sports talk radio trope, but I'm going to apply it here anyway. This is the proverbial, ready for it? Letdown game. Trap. Yeah. Letdown. Yep. You just played Tom Brady. Yes. You've got the Bills coming next week. You got Lamar, probably, I think, and the Ravens in the game. We'll see what that means. Situated here in the middle, Christmas Eve, cold, Patriots, Mac Jones, team that just gave away a tilt to the Raiders in the most comical fashion, and the Bengals lead, and so there's margin for error. This is the letdown game. Mm-hmm. I think this team is too mentally tough to to really let down. But I guess if you're, to fight if you're going to apply that to any game this season, I think this is the one. I would be remiss
1: not to finish off Quick Hits with uh, first congratulating you on your New York Knicks.
0: Eight straight you know, wins. I'm
1: looking at this eight-game streak. A
0: blowout.
1: I'm looking at this. I see... Emmanuel quickly, Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, mm-hmm. Julius Randle, Deuce, Deuce McBride. They are being led Quentin by a Burns. lot of different players. Nice little, nice little uh, core unit that the the Knicks have right now.
0: And quality acquisition of Jalen Brunson. You're
1: going to play the Raptors tonight, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you get past that, mm-hmm. you got an opportunity to go ten in a row. What do we
0: got? Friday, Friday night,
1: where the Bulls have to come.
0: To Madison Square nice Garden. Nice win by the Bulls last night. Thank playing a Spoiler, Thank helping you. out, you. Yeah. created some room between the Knicks and, and the Heat, and then the Christmas Day tilt could be oh. uh, Knicks and Sixers, maybe with the uh, New Yorkers looking for their 11th consecutive win. <laughs> and I'm watching the game last night. Steph Curry is at Madison Square Garden, and he had this look on his face yeah. that would suggest that he was thinking, God, wouldn't it be nice to, to be, be a, a part Knick? of something special yep. mm. and have these fans on my side Wow, and don the orange and blue? It did feel like that a little play bit. Play with Deuce McBride. FC and Cincinnati? Quentin Grimes. Mm. Oh, and, the Knicks. And really, really make a name for myself in a city and for a fan base that actually cares. It
1: did feel like that a little it bit really last did. night. It really did.
0: Um, also, when the Knicks are winning big and Reggie Miller has to call the game, there's nothing <laughs> better. <laughs> Miserable. So, let's
1: make some money.
2: Hey, Degenerates, it's time for Locks of the Night. Presented by Cincy Shirts. Visit any of their three stores in Hyde Park, OTR, and Dixie Highway in Northern Kentucky. And always online at cincyshirts.com. Now, let's make you some money. I asked myself, would you give your life for Joe Burrow? Because he gave his life for you. Never
1: been more relatable to uh, Steph Curry than the jacket he wore last night.
0: 38 point blowout?
1: Diet starts Monday said steph curry's jacket you
2: know big cat said it best for big fellas like he and i our culture is not your costume steph curry
0: (laughs) speaking of costumes uh austin elmore dressed like the brawny paper towel man today he did (laughs) he did man
1: shout out austin elmore i'm not Uh, sure why and it goes together with the bald head yeah He looks. Mr. Clean. He he looks like. The brawny
0: guy is not bald. The brawny paper towel guy. I'm thinking of Mr. Clean with the brawny guy. The the brawny paper towel guy. If
1: those two got together, (laughs) Austin came out of it. Brawny Mr. Clean. It's flannel season. Yeah,
2: you guys always rail on me for flannel shirts. I don't get it. I'm not railing on you. You always make fun. A, Every time I wear one, you say fan. something.
0: I'm a big fan of the brawny paper towel guy. I say anything about also, your
2: 12-year-old wardrobe.
0: Also, shout
1: out to Austin, who uh, who bellied up to make a difference.
2: He did, Donated yes. to the uh, the he foundation did. at Ohio he, State. He put his money. It's the, the foundation. He
0: put his money where he is. He has donated to that program. He I mean, donated to the NIL
1: efforts is, at Ohio State University.
0: Has so there
2: when they win the national championship this year
1: has ryan day contacted you yet
2: victory lap ryan and i's conversations will remain between i us. gotta
1: imagine with the donation he's calling you at at some point today
0: austin what would you rather have happen uh, you play in the national championship game and lose to michigan uh-huh or you lose to georgia and you get boat raced in the,
2: in the process um I, I
0: don't know. That, I don't
2: think Georgia is going to boat race Ohio State. I don't think they will either. Would you rather it play be, in the national?
0: If I told you you can beat Georgia, but you are going to lose to Michigan, mm. which means they have the permanent leg up in the rivalry. And yeah, the same would apply I, I to said, Ohio State. I
2: said a couple of weeks ago if they beat Michigan in the national championship game, then the last two years are erased.
0: And you win the rivalry for, forever.
2: Forever. Yes. And if they beat us, then you might as well fold the program. So oh. if I said to you. So I think I would rather lose to Georgia. I understand that. they're the number one team in the country. That
1: is just crazy. I
2: understand that. Crazy to hear. Severely out of time. Austin or uh, Mo, what do you like?
0: Uh, Cam Whitmore is back for Villanova. They're laying four against St. John's. I'll take it. I'm going to go Warriors-Nets over 224.5. I'm going to go South Alabama playing in a bowl game with no opt-outs or guys hitting the portal. They're laying three and a half in the New Orleans Bowl against uh, Western Kentucky. Holy cow. Kentucky's laying 38. <laughs>
1: I'm staying away from that. Mo. 13 and a half, I like the way the Bearcats have been playing offensively. I'm going to keep it simple. I'll take the Bearcats 13 and a half, even though they've, they've burnt me about 13 times this Merry year. Merry
0: Christmas, Tony. Merry
1: Christmas, Mo. Merry Christmas, everyone else. That's all we have time for. Thanks to our callers, talkbackers. Thanks to Austin Elmore.
0: Talk to you from uh, B-dubs, Brawny.
1: <laughs> Thanks to Cincy shirt, Skyline Chili, and Voke. Have, uh, have a great rest of your Wednesday, and have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas.